let us know. If you heard it now for the first time, please let us know what you think because Letter to Mandela, song and music video released earlier this month on the 1st of July in honor of Nelson Mandela's living legacy by none other than Sarah Gustin Ma, who is in studio. Now, she's a globetrotter. I don't know where she's landed from. I don't know where her next flight is. <laughs> Suffice to say, she was born in Liberia, spent time in Germany, spent time in USA, spent time in Italy, spent time in the United Kingdom. She's now in South Africa, and after South Africa, she's off somewhere. But as I said when I was engaging Carolyn, it is July, and don't be bored. It's only but the beginning. Everything from time to time will be of and about. Sarah, good evening. Welcome to South Africa. And thank you so much for that beautiful track. Thank you. Letters to Mandela or Letter to Mandela. First up, tell us about the song before we get to the journey that you have taken. The song is really important because the way the world is right now and the legacy, that legacy, I should say, that Medieval has left behind, we need to really, really remember what he fought for, what he believed in. And this is a really important guide for our future, because I think we really right now for this time are in need of Madiba's guidance. Now, Madiba is many things to many people. And perhaps one definition from me that I can give of Madiba would be different to that of yours, to the production team. For you specifically, more especially being the global citizen that you are born in the 70s, perhaps you would have a different journey, understanding and appreciation of him because the narratives and the stories and accounts and his influence to you and the people around you would be invariably different. How would you summarize Madiba for you? Okay, so this is really important. This is where I wrote the song. So I was born in 1970, and I was adopted as a baby. So my biological mother died from my birth, and I got a new family very quickly, which was very lucky and very wonderful. But exactly what you said to my family, I have three sisters. Well, I'm one of three sisters, and I'm the only one who is African. So my parents, who love me very much, were very conscious My father was director of investment for the UN later on his life that at that time I could not travel in this beautiful country with my family. And so um, it was very, very important, Madiba's legacy, um, as I was taught as a child, because he was fighting for me personally, for my family, that I could on my own continent where I was born in a country at the time, it was not allowed that myself and my sisters and my mother and father could be together sit in a restaurant, be on a beach. And so this is why in my own family, in my house, in Europe, um, Madiba was such a strong character because he was the one who was fighting to make a difference for us. So even though we were not living in South Africa, we still felt like there was a country on the continent that I was born in that wouldn't allow us to happily, openly and publicly be a family. So that's why... You know, it was very, very important. That, that, that story touches on so many stories that this platform and this show in particular would have engaged. Adoption, issues of race, issues mm-hmm. of migration, issues of understanding history and context in that whilst we might be in the same geography, there are stories that each and every single one of us take to this location that therefore create very different opportunities. South Africa is all of those things and Mm -hmm. then some. There are so many opportunities available to many people in South Africa and yet so many more are denied certain opportunities and a lot of these opportunities are denied from birth. 
you were denied in a sense, and I'm not going to speak as though we've had an extended conversation in this regard about that, but there were things you were denied at birth by virtue of the root of adoption. There were things you were denied in your upbringing, given the politics of the world at the time, not least things that robbed you the basic, I would even go to the extent of saying the basic right to family, to name, to identity, to love and freedom at a young age. How has that impacted your outlook? You're a global citizen. I've mentioned the countries you've lived in, much less those you probably would have seen and traveled to. How do these things influence a young African girl child who in time becomes a woman in this world in which we live that continues to confirm that you are that young African girl child who was denied certain things and continues to be denied things as one engages this world? Well, I think not so much denied, but made conscious of. So I feel very, very strongly that because of my life, because of um, the way I lived my life, and I got to see lots of different um, somewhat opportunities or problems that other people have, I feel that it is my not so much duty, but by choice to make a difference. And I think, um, again, going back to uh, Nelson Mandela's legacy, I am the mother of two children, and I feel that they have been very privileged to be born in the time that Nelson Mandela was still alive. Mm. I feel very privileged about that, and this is why the whole journey of the song and the explanation to it is very, very important because I think the message that I received as a child, the life that I lived, the things that I've learned, the things that I've seen that were not okay, um, it shaped me who I am. And I think that message now needs to be sent out to the world because there are so many things that are not okay. And there's so many things that have gone backwards and we should be moving forward as a nation, as people, as cultures, as continents. And so, um, if I may mention the Mboma um, Foundation, which is really um, important to me, um, what they are doing for girls, for young people, for even educating boys, it is so incredibly important to have this message sent out and for people to understand and to work together and move forward this is what's really, really important, and I'm very passionate about it. And I think it needs to be a reminder. And we, as myself personally, as a mother, it is my duty to mm. teach my children. And if it's not my children, it's my duty to teach younger people ways to move forward, to get on, and to just make this world a better place. Because there's some serious issues at the moment. There are serious issues, and I suppose it really does require and need more of the humanitarians mm -hmm. of the world or for us and as individuals to be more humanitarian in the work that we do in the outlook that we possess i suppose as we engage our world now you are in many ways styled as a humanitarian because you have been involved in projects in Liberia, Ebola, Forty Roses Foundation, a unique Ghanaian non-profit organization. Of course, you've made mention of Imbumba Foundation, which is a local chapter here in the country. But tell us more about the kind of work you have done to try and address these social disparities that the world continues to be affected by. I can speak for myself. 
I can speak for others, but I must speak for myself. I think for myself, it gives me immense pleasure to make a difference. Do you know, I am very honest about it. I actually feel good. I feel better at night to know that actually, you know something, I've done th something to help somebody else on this earth. That is why I am in love with the Mbumba Foundation because I feel they give young women and ladies a chance to better themselves. And I think that is important in so many ways. If we could just, every single person, I know it's not the way it works, just do something that makes a little bit of a difference to somebody else, then they can move forward. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today and we said it's all about um, understanding um, differences and celebrating likenesses, do you know? Not to be so stuck up in our own ways, but actually turning around and thinking, do you know something? I can help somebody. I can do a book drive. You know, I have a almost 20 year old. When I was still in England, we decided to announce on the radio station through a friend, wasn't a big deal. Does anybody have some books? We got over 2000 books, 2000 books. And those books are now in Ghana and in Liberia. Mm -hmm. And people just went and did that. But it's made a difference because those books help people to read. You need to read to get a job. You need to read to make a difference. So it's just about awareness. And therefore, I always go back to Madiba. It's awareness. Life wasn't perfect. It wasn't easy. But it was about getting awareness and making a difference and not being too lazy sometimes because it makes effort. It's not easy. I went on a, you know... Um, Last year, I had the pleasure of going with the Wumba Foundation to some of their drop-offs. It's hard work. You know, it was hard. It wasn't easy. But it's just about making a difference and listening and not being selfish. I know that's what I think, but I do believe that not being selfish. It's very important, that. I want to go back to how you started. You were born in Liberia. Yes. Adopted at birth. Yes. Your mother passed away. Yes. And you are able yet... And still, despite all of that, to tell the story that you tell, you're an artist, you have a gallery in the United States, I mean, in the Vale of York, you are well-traveled globally. If you were stuck in a lift because of your experiences and how you were able to migrate from what in many respects was supposed to keep you down mm -hmm. or designed to keep you down, as the case may be, to what you do and are now. What would you say if you were stuck in a lift with all members of the African Union hmm. and you had 60 seconds to say your say, what would that be? I would say sort your beep out. Honestly, work together because that is exactly what it's about. It is a continent of 54 different countries and we have got to work together and not separate. I was born in a country that had a really, really bad war. I mean, a lot of people, my generation, I'm 54, almost 54, might remember I do, but I had a really, really bad war. It's about working together and it's about respect. Respect and work together because those are the keys that really make a difference. And that actually is missed in a lot of places. People don't want to admit it, but that's fact. It's respect and working together. 
And the very same country that emerged from the war and the dictatorship of Charles Taylor yes. gave us the African continent, the first woman-elect president, Helen Johnson Sirleaf. So when we talk about opportunity, 30 seconds, what does opportunity really do for communities if given and made available for people to take? Opportunity, the value of opportunity, 30 seconds. The value of opportunity gives people the chance to better themselves, their life, and their surroundings. And that is what is really, really important and key to move forward. Well, you heard it first here on the SAFM Viewpoint. Letter to Mandela, song and music video released earlier this month in honor of Nelson Mandela by none other than Sarah Gunston Ma, born in Liberia, West Africa in, the 19, in 1970, 54 now, global humanitarian. She's here in the country to honor Madiba in his homeland, in his birth month. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the viewpoint for this week. The time is 22 on the clock. Sarah, goodbye. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. I'll be back next week, damn it. Okay.